Greetings. This is the Strange Crew podcast for Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I am your host, JC the Blind Jedi. And it is a, uh, right now, as I'm recording right now, it is Monday night and Tuesday morning, and it, the rain is really, really coming down. Um, it's wet. It's raining. As as I look right now, it's just over freezing. It's 42 degrees uh, outside, so it is, ugh. It's cold and rainy out, and Let's just hope that the ground stays wet enough or stays warm enough so that it doesn't freeze. Um, there is snow, I think, in some areas. I don't know if it's going to hit here, uh, here in South Kansas City uh, area or not. I don't know. We'll check it out. Um, but regardless, uh, if you're going to be on the weather today, please, please keep your seatbelt on. Be careful. Uh, drive safely. Uh, the last thing you want to do is have an accident this close to Christmas. Um, Today's uh, today's podcast uh, is is going to be a little short one today. Uh, I had uh, I had something totally else in mind, and it, it's just the, the timing of it just could not have just could not have panned out any worse for me. Um, and I'm talking about directly. I, I wanted to do a, a, a segment on the Hunger Games, uh, specifically the difference between the movies and the and the books because i've done i've seen the movies i've read the books and things of that nature and uh, uh there there is a real there is a real difference between the books and the movies and the movies were centered around jennifer lawrence and the books are really really about uh, oppression and, and and it's without being too i mean it's it's really the template of, of revolution um, so it, it, the, the Hunger Games books are really focused more about the oppression of the government or the capital and this and, and Pan Am and, and things of that nature, whereas the movies are all about Jennifer Lawrence and how she looks in this outfit and falling in love with the, uh, the PETA and the other one. So, I mean, it's, it, 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 I wanted to do something. And then, of course, Jennifer Lawrence makes some stupid comment. And I'm like, well, you know what? I don't want to touch this right now because I it just uh, it just doesn't seem like I, I because I don't want to go off onto a Jennifer Lawrence uh, I didn't want to go off onto a Jennifer Lawrence tangent. I know that she's a controversial figure or a controversial actress, but then again, they all are in their own way. So, um, but what I really wanted to what I really wanted to go over is the fact of uh, what the female or what the what, what the woman's perspective is on you know the nerd culture and what kind of movies and what, what what's their big culture and the person i went to um the two the two biggest females and the pr- pr- biggest two women in my life uh my my daughters jocelyn and mallory and i i wanted to connect with them more and i really wish i could have um but movies was one of the things that we did do and that was one of the things I did take them to, and we did enjoy. And the girls remember, my girls remember the movie so much differently and, the, and, and things. And it, it was such a different idea growing up than, than what they, because they went to the Star Wars and the Lord of the Ring movies with the boys and I and stuff like that. But I also had to spend time with the girls and do stuff with just the girls. And uh, I thought I would go back and I, I, I do... Um, a rehash on two of the big series that the girls liked that um, 
that were not only great movies or were a, a collection of or a big set of movies and they had their own big movie franchises but also had big book franchises um as well and the first one of course is, is harry potter um <laughs> i think the kids they, it, the first one i think is was 2000 or 2001 i want to say right when the kids were all uh, around that age i mean uh my youngest one uh he was maybe a year or two old but uh you know jocelyn was maybe three or four and uh, mallory the oldest one she was eight or nine at this time and so i mean they grew up with these movies and watching them and their idea of uh those ideas of of that science fiction and fantasy culture and stuff like that that affected them a lot more and i noticed that they regardless of what it was there was people to gravitate towards in those in those ideas and roles um so of course you know the girls like the hermione characters and they they were really big with um oh what's the, the one from and and uh five uh luna uh another one but the thing of it was is it, it brought us together it, this was a way that i could connect with the girls and this is something that we could go and we could watch that we had fun with that I, I didn't have to bring the boys to. Now, granted, I think I brought Jordan and Antonio, my, the, my sons, to the, uh, I brought them to the uh, the Harry Potter movies as well. But I, I remember this connection with the girls just a little bit different because with them and taking them to movies, it, it always seemed like it, it was always trying to be a different sort of, of of experience with the boys you know and i jordan touched on this great uh when we went to go see star wars we went to the midnight premieres and so we could i remember taking jordan and we would see all the people dressed up in the in the star wars get-ups we'd see the darth vaders and the stormtroopers and the boba fets and we'd see the the guys in the jedi robes and swinging around the the cheap lightsabers back then oh man i tell you what um the lightsabers that they had back then, those plastic things that they extended out, and even the ones that they had back then in 2003, 2004, are nothing compared to the technology we have to make replica lightsabers now. Um, but having said that, that was that was their remembrance of it. The girls tend to remember something totally different about the nights that I took them to the movie. Um, I can remember now, one of the other franchises that I took Mallory to um, or just Mallory that I did with Mallory was the Underworld franchise um, because it was just uh, she was goth at the time and vampires and I was doing anything I could to try and relate to my daughter um, and that was a lot of fun I'm, I'm not gonna lie uh, because getting invested in these stories and these type of things it just made it just brought uh, Mallory and I closer together and I really wish I I regret all the time that I lost with her and I'm trying to make that up now. And as, <laughs> as she is an adult woman now and she deals with for her, for her own children, uh, I can see now that uh, my, the best way that I can be there for her is to take her kids off of her and just give her some time to just decompress and relax. Um, I know how stressful it is to have more than one kid. Um, I can, I, I'll never forget 
because I was an only child for about eight, eight, almost nine years of my life. And then my little sister came into the picture and it, it really upset the dynamic of it. But having four kids and, and they're all within uh, they're all within a, a year or two of, of each other. It really, really brings the dynamic of, oh, my gosh, you've, you've got a you've got a big, big group and they're always coming after you, always asking. you. So always giving my my daughter that time to just take some time to to just be herself and just relax and not have the kids have them come over here and I can bring the kids over here, throw on Disney and we can watch whatever movie we wanted to watch at the time. And uh, then I could subject the boys to whatever Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or Marvel movie that I wanted to over here and get them started, um, which wasn't really that hard. Uh, Sage loves Spider-Man. Oh my gosh, she's such a Spider-Man fan. Um, but then with Jocelyn, and that was something altogether different. W with Jocelyn, it was a lot more fun to just go to the movies with her and just spend some time. Um, I really, really liked that daddy-daughter time. I wish I could have gotten it more. And I wish that my marriage and our family life had been a lot more stable for me to be able to do that. But it wasn't. It wasn't. So I had to uh, pick and choose my times, and the movies were it. Uh, the movies were always the times that I had with my daughters. Um, I took her to go see, oh, what was that horrible um, like unfriended movie it was where the goat, the girl committed suicide and she was a ghost in Facebook and stuff like that. But with Jocelyn, that franchise, the other big one, which was the Twilight books. And I don't know why. Um, I mean, I remember the first movie coming out and she liked it. And I remember watching it thinking, okay, it's another, it's another vampire movie. Okay. This one's with teenagers and stuff like that. And I didn't really give too much attention to it. But then they went and uh, I believe it was the second one, New Moon. And uh, Taylor Laudner, I remember they had him out there shirtless and he, he, he'd put on like 20 or he put on like 15, maybe 20, 25 pounds worth of muscle between the first movie and the second movie. I mean, he was just, he, <laughs> you hear about guys using gear and, and roids all the time. Yeah, this would, this would be cause for alarm because he put on a lot of weight. And he, looked, he looked really, really big in the second movie. Um, but then that's where that's where I think Jocelyn and I really, really took off on watching the Twilight movies was the Team Edward and Team Jacob. Um, I was a Team Jacob fan, not because I not because I thought he was cute, but because he was native and we're native. And so I like that. Um, but of course, Jocelyn, uh, I mean, she, of course, right now she would say she was she was Team Jacob. But back then she was Team Edward. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had um, a, two dogs a boy and a girl and what do we name them edward and bella so i knew she was team edward <laughs> and of course edward wins and edward gets bella in the end um but that was that was one of those things i can remember when things were going bad i could always take jocelyn to a movie and i could always spend that little bit of time with her and we would always enjoy ourselves and for just that little bit of time we wouldn't be mad at each other we wouldn't, you know, the problems of, of going home and dealing with, with the family. Uh, it wasn't there. It was just us hanging out. Um, the third movie, uh, uh, the Eclipse. As much as we, when we went to go see that, I, I can remember going to see that and just 
not being uh but at the same time i think the uh the parody movie came out vampire sucks and joss and i went to go see that and we loved that <laughs> movie we thought that movie was hilarious uh it oh it it was it, it was it was really something it, it's just another one of those movies done up in the, in the in the style of the naked gun movies or airplane in which it's just all one-liners and it's making fun of every other of the other movies um Typical that we'll, the Wayans Brother movies that we mentioned last week, the Don't Be a Menace of South uh, Central while drinking your juice in the hood, and made fun of you know Boys in the Hood, made fun of New Jack City, and made fun of all the all the stereotypical all the stereotypical gangster movies and uh, and, and Boys in the Hood movies that were coming out, or all these L.A. gang movies that were coming out at the time, and they were making all the fun of them. And this this Vampire Sucks movie. It did the same thing with the, with the Twilight movies, and it just, it just totally made fun of all of them. And I think she just—I think she she loved it. We loved it. We we were having a lot of fun with it. Um, and then I think like what was it, about a year or so later, um, the fourth movie came out, uh, Breaking Dawn. And by this time, I had read the books, and so by this time, by the by the third by the third movie and into the fourth movie um you're you're starting to notice a lot more of the differences between the book and the movie and i can remember reading parts of the uh, parts of the book and i didn't know because we were as we were watching the movie i could see that they were there were certain plot changes and twists and stuff like that and i didn't know how it, it all was going to work out because uh, in, in the movie or in the book there, there's several years that span out throughout the end and it's all told in in, in a different uh, point of view the first one of course the first three books are written in, in bella's point of view and the third or the last book is written through jacob's point of view um so it's it's really really weird it's it, it takes a long to, it, it takes a while to get to but i can remember and this was a big thing with my daughter i can remember going to go see um breaking dawn part one and in part one is when bella marries edward and uh, my dad, uh, my dadness broke out and I, I couldn't, I was so overcome with emotion. That's the wedding scene where he gives his daughter away. And that was such a, a, a beautiful moment. I can remember just tearing up in the theater and my daughter just absolutely loving every moment of it, watching her dad just absolutely lose it. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, I still tear up and think about it today. Um, but then the end of the movie is such one of those things that just blows you away because uh of course in in the in the breaking dawn one she gets married and then has the baby and of course the baby uh she dies during the she dies giving birth and they try to save her bring her back and so they they they, they bite her and she comes back as a vampire just right at the very i think it's like the last like 10 seconds of the movie you can see her wake back up and then it goes on and then we have to wait a whole nother year for part two <laughs> which of course breaking breaking dawn part two it, it, it details what happens once bella is a vampire and joss and i went and, and for this one i took everybody i took uh i took mallory i took jocelyn uh i went i think i took antonio as well i don't remember if there was anybody else if if i'm if i'm forgetting you or if i'm forgetting somebody girls if you hear this i'm so sorry but i i, I can simply remember I can simply remember the movie and it, the story drags out. And, and, and of course, you know, 
she's she's a vampire and she's living her life now and of course uh it, it skips ahead what 10 15 years uh up until the daughter um uh up until the baby is now uh, growing up and jacob is is going to be is growing up to be her protector and of course the old vampires and there's this big huge 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 fight between the old vampires and the new ones and the werewolves they form this alliance and there's this big huge there's this big huge war at the end and right at the end you're seeing people die left and right and, you, and it's one of those it's kind of like those walking dead deaths i mean they're killing off big major characters and your heart's breaking every moment that you're watching this happen and then of course you realize it's just a dream sequence uh, they're doing the same damn thing in the in the from dallas uh <laughs> jocelyn was so pissed she got up and ran walked out of the theater she was so mad i'll never forget that that is one of those things um so i remember asking her about that and thinking about that and i just for her i think it wasn't so much she likes the stories she's invested in it uh it, i mean i could get her merchandise for that like right now um the stuff that we that we watch and stuff like that she would enjoy and appreciate that but i think more along the lines is that she and i could find something in common that we could both center ourselves around and watch that we would enjoy and the same thing with mallory with both the girls i had a certain tv uh a series that i would watch with them with mallory i remember it was smallville uh we love smallville i I was trying to go over and see Mallory more often. So I would go over, I believe it was a Wednesday night and I would bring over McDonald's and we'd sit there and we'd watch, uh, we'd watch Smallville and we'd, we'd watch the cheesy acting on and, and everything for that whole, for that whole week. And I, I would leave afterwards and we did that all throughout the entire season and then tried to do it. To, uh, and then we tried and then we lost touch over the whole thing. Uh, Actually, I think really by by season five, we were really sick of that show because it was really getting cheesy after season five. But, and with Jocelyn, uh, when I first became uh, disabled and I was living out with my brother, uh, Jocelyn came to stay with me for a little while. And I can always remember Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> and I have no idea why, but this is one of those things where it was just so much fun to be able to sit down and watch and the stories with Grey's Anatomy uh, is just one of those things where you, you watch a show and you get invested in it. You're not trying. I mean, it, there are sappy love stories and all these other things, but it's a it, it's one of those situational dramas where every, every every other week they're just trying to break your heart and trying to shock you every single week. And I can remember uh, just watching that show with Jocelyn left and right. We watch it for four or five hours straight. And I guess throughout this whole thing, really what I can remember most with my sons, we remember the movies. We remember the lines. We can remember all the scenes. We can remember the great battles. Um, but with my daughters, it's the time spent. It's always the time spent. I always loved the smile on their faces, looking back, knowing that they were having a good time. Um, I can remember I took them all to see the last um, episode nine, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. I took all three of them separately. I took 
Mallory with I took Mallory on one time. I took uh, Jordan by himself. I took Tonio by himself. And I took Ma Jocelyn by her by herself. I took them all separately and just to see the smile on my girl's face as they were enjoying the movie and having fun. I remember Jocelyn freaking out because they thought they killed Chewbacca. And uh, <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it for him because I'd already seen it two other times with, by myself. And then also with, uh, with, 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 uh, with Jordan, I hadn't seen it with Mallory yet. But just to have that time, I believe it, it was worth it because this was what I wanted to do. I wanted to get to know my, my daughters better and spend more time with them and be a better father with them. And while it wasn't perfect, this was what I had. And this is what I enjoyed. And so with today's content, uh, I just want to say thank you to my girls and that I love you and that we're all, I'm always going to be here for you. And since we have all that somberness and with the last few moments, we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back with the wrestling minute. All right. So. This is the wrestling minute here for, and it's more than a minute, obviously. I'm just going to recap what has been happening big in wrestling for the past week. So there was a pay-per-view that I did not, it was not able to get to because I did not find out about the last match that I would have bought and paid for until way too late, until it was, until it was after time to order. Um, I'm talking about Ring of Honor Final Battle 2022. Um, there was one match on there that I wanted to see, and that was FTR versus the Briscoes in the double dog collar match for the uh, tag team titles. Um, FTR is arguably, arguably the best uh, tag team in wrestling right now. They are just absolute masters and technicians in the ring. Um, they, they do old school wrestling. I mean, old school Jim Cornette. Uh, hand tags that you can see every single time, grabbing the rope when you're doing the when you're doing the hand tags, uh, quick, quick in and outs and things that you would not. It does not look like indie matches. It looks like wrestling of old, and it looks solid, as well as the Briscoes. Uh, they're in Ring of Honor, and they they are the exact same way. They can do a traditional uh, collar and elbow to lock up, and they can do all the big moves. And they can bring a match to a crescendo and make you believe either team is going to win up until the end. Uh, I wanted to see this match. I didn't get a chance to see it live. I had to go and, and, and watch the replay. And uh, this was something else. This was something else. I was not a fan of everything else that happened on the match. Um, Athena beat uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez or Mercedes Martinez. I, I forget which one it is. Anyway, Athena is the new Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Uh, Joe kept his title. Um, uh, uh, Claudio Casagnoli, who uh, he, he was Cesaro in WWE, he beat Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor Championship. Uh, Wheeler Yuta uh, took back the Ring of Honor Pure Championship from Daniel Garcia. So, I mean, it, it was a decent pay-per-view. It had to, a lot of nice, good technical wrestling matches. That's it's what Ring of Honor was was, was good for. But let, let's face it, nobody cares about the matches. Um, there, it was hard to, to get a lot of good star names on there, or a lot of good names on there. Um, watching Joe was good. I love watching Samoa Joe. Uh, him in the ring is pretty good. Uh, the whole Claudio Casagnoli and uh, Jericho match, uh, 
I don't know what it is. I'm really, really tired of watching Jericho. I don't know what it is. I am just absolutely tired of, of watching Jericho. So I hope he does something else. But now he's going to go and, and be a bigger pain in the butt on AEW. Um, but FTR and the Briscoes had a big old match. Uh, Briscoes got the win over FTR. So they are the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. It takes the belts away from FTR. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the AAA or the IWGP belts. So we'll see what happens there. Um, we have this Wednesday, which is tomorrow, we'll have the Mac MJF versus Ricky Starks match. Um, I am really, really high on Ricky Starks. I like MJF as well. I think this is great. I am excited to see this match. I I have made comments that I'm a little bit worried because I don't know who's going to try to be calling most of this match. Um, I would say MJF, but I don't know if if, if he's ready. If he can if he can lead a, a heel run as 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 well as as he can. Um, usually his, his his matches seem to be where he does well is when somebody else is calling the match. If you watch the match between him and Cody, uh, that that match. You can tell Cody's calling that match. Uh, the match between him, the dog collar match between him and CM Punk, you can tell Punk is calling that match. Um, so I'm I'm a little bit curious to see what's going to happen. Um, I don't know if MJF can call this match or if Ricky's going to call this match. We, I don't know. I'm excited to see. I don't, I'm not really worried about the about the results because it's professional wrestling. What I am prefer, what I am excited to see is how well Ricky Starks. Um, performs at, at this role and to see if MJF can be a main event type of guy um, without somebody carrying him like Moxley carried him in, in the first match uh, at the title match at, at uh, all out. So that's that. Um, I am still trying to get a hold. Of, oh, one last thing that did happen this weekend. CSW had a, their rage in a cage match. Uh, it was a steel cage match here in Kansas city. I believe it was in Kansas city, Kansas at the Memorial hall. Um, I was at my dad's or I was at my brother's watching the pay-per-view. I did not get a chance to see it, but I did watch the match. Um, our, our our boy, Scott Tyler, he got his second win. Uh, when I post this up, I'm going to post in the comments. I'm going I'm to put a link to the, uh, to, to the match. So for anybody that wants to see it and check it out, we're really excited. I'm going to try and get him on here to do an interview uh, here so that we can we can uh, discuss wrestling and try to pick his brain and figure out how he got in and uh, how, how he's just been on a roll. Uh, I've seen three matches and, and he's won the last two of them. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, you know, I'm excited for Scott Tyler. So uh, if, if you haven't heard of him, check him out. CSW central States wrestling out here in Kansas city, uh, out here in the Kansas city area. Um, and that's going to be about it for today. Uh, remember, uh, it's it's terrible weather, all, and it's going to be it's going to be a cold it's going to be a cold Christmas, uh, regardless of it, whether or not we have snow. So, stay warm, stay dry, stay uh, stay safe out there. Um, remember, we we just have a few more we just have a few more weeks, uh, and and then things are going to be right back in the swing of things. So, um, stay tuned tomorrow for uh, Evan Money. He'll be doing his his he'll be doing his uh he'll be doing his podcast and then the no name sports show on Thursday with him and just Trevor. Um and that's gonna do it for tonight. So from deep inside the Jedi archives, this is JC the Blind Jedi signing off once again. Thanks and be peace.